It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. One just has to pick up a magazine or turn on a television to see that we, as women, are bombarded daily with media images of female physical perfection, leaving us with the most unrealistic of expectations as to how we should look. No wonder female body confidence is falling while incidents of eating disorders are on the rise. Most What's most alarming is the way this affects young girls. A reduced sense of self-worth can create anxiety, stress, even depression, causing relationship issues while potentially impairing academic and job performance. In direct contrast, Confidence in Bloom is designed to send the opposite message to any woman of any age, shape, or background who has ever felt inadequate, unworthy, or tossed aside because of how she looks. You matter. You are enough now. I, Tina Spolatini, a woman of substance, insist women deserve to be happy, confident, successful, not to mention so totally in love with themselves in their own bodies, just the way they are. Through an ongoing series of intriguing conversations with women from all walks of life who are all extraordinary in their own right, I will take us on a journey of ultimate self-acceptance and empowerment. Together we'll share the stories laugh, learn, maybe even shed a few tears when you realize how far many women have come to realize just how wonderful life is when you stand in your own power, feeling fantastic in your own skin. Today, I'd like to introduce you to Louisa. Louisa is a compassionate mindset specialist coach, speaker, and author with 35 award-winning years of coaching wisdom in sales, marketing, leadership, and mindset. Her journey through life trials forms the tapestry of her expertise, accentuating the profound influence of the unconscious mind. She provides life-altering breakthroughs and is on a mission to save lives. She is passionate about assisting others through brokenness into breakthrough and loves transformation. Louisa guides her, guide, her clients with tender care, helps them get to the root cause of of their life strongholds and realize, re, sorry, release limiting beliefs, negative emotions, and unwanted behaviors so that they can embrace clarity, lasting change, a charge in their emotions, and experience peace of mind. She provides a success roadmap and accountability so that they can crush their personal and professional goals in life. Louisa is a life changer, saves lives, marriages, and businesses. One mindset is not only vital, one's mindset is not only vital for life, but success personally and professionally. Welcome, Louisa. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, I'm excited about it, too. It's a wonderful opportunity. Thank you so much. So I like like your, um, on your website, you ignite your warrior and free yourself from playing small. Explain a little bit more about that. Absolutely. Um, My whole thing is a lot of times people don't realize that sometimes the world, sometimes words of other people, 
experiences and things hold us back in life. So I know for me, um, I, I teach igniting that inner warrior, fighting that inner warrior, that, that fighting spirit inside of you. I know for me it was born at about age three when I was kicked out of the boys' locker room. And let me explain. My father was a high school basketball coach. And um, let's just say there, there were um, – And I was raised in the 50s and 60s when there was not um, opportunities for women. So uh, my, my father's hand came out and he said, honey, um, you can't come in here anymore. I realized I was different. And I'll, I'll tell you what, I wasn't happy. I was really pissed off. And as I, um, But it ignited a warrior in me that really got me inspired and fired up to show and prove to not just my dad but to others that women can do. And I got this attitude of I can, I will, watch me type of thing, which has really lasted throughout my life. But um, also understanding that that warrior, we're born with the unconscious mind and the conscious mind. But the unconscious mind is really our warrior outfit if you use it intentionally. The unconscious mind protects us. It runs the body. And it also is where change happens. So if you wear your outfit, never take it off, okay, and uh, basically shining up every morning and speak life into yourself instead of death, you can actually change your life, okay? So that's why I always say, you know, what do you want in life? Why don't you have it? And ignite that warrior and with courage get to the root of what is holding you back. And for most people, it's limiting beliefs. But what I will say is that armor is something that has um, really helped me throughout life. My mindset is, and by speaking positive thoughts into myself, I haven't always had it easy. I, um, uh, I had a wonderful childhood. I was raised in a positive household where this was taught, speak life into one another, and we would talk about wins around the dinner table. What was our win for the day? And if, if we didn't have a win, a positive, I know sometimes I would say, ah, man, you know, today was a really bad day. And they say, well, honey, what did you learn from the day? If we can learn from the day, it's now to win. Okay, so what do we win? And if you focus on that and win not just the day and the month and the year, but win each breath. So that's really what I teach people is to protect your mindset. And for me, I haven't always had it easy. After I left the home, um, I traveled internationally with a performing group and things, but I met some, uh, I had some hardships. I was kidnapped and raped in my 20s and warriored through that. And uh, my goodness, not only have I experienced the D word, divorce, um, and, you know, let's just say abuse as well. Um, and, you know, infertility, I can relate to women that have gone through that. And I also have a lifetime restraining over the person. So I haven't always had it easy. But I tell you what, you can change your story. You can change your story. And that's what I'm here to say is that, you know, um, as a mindset specialist, I really help people get to the root cause of their problems, what's holding them back, what are the chains that are holding them back, so they can break those chains and get on with life. We were all given life for a purpose and a reason, and it's a matter of leaning into that 
what I will say is that really is what is all of what might ignite your inner warrior is about is discovering that warrior and who we were, who you are to be, and really lean into that person, and don't right. let That's, the world, you know, the negative holds you back. Yeah, I, I love that. Now, when you uh, you said you can change your story, yeah. Now, obviously, you cannot change what's happened to you, but. It's the story you tell yourself about what's happened to you. Is that what you mean? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Because your story is, um, we don't come out of the womb with anger, sadness, fear, hurt, guilt, and shame. Those are all learned behaviors, just like we learn when we're born. Oh, good job. You're walking. Oh, yay. Oh, look how cute you are. You know, we learn what it looks like to be happy and all these things. We watch those around us and we learn from others, Okay. And sometimes there's some hardships and things that we see, and that gets, that is your learning, okay, in your life. And it started, sometimes it happens in the womb. I've had people that have had um, stuff that's happened in the womb. Uh, maybe the mother was an accident or what have you, different things. Um, but, again, we learn behaviors. And be, that's the good news. It's a behavior. So we can change our behaviors and how we handle anger, how we handle you know, fear and those types of things. Fear is a very strong emotion, and so are the other ones, and they hold a lot of people back. But, again, fear doesn't have to own you unless you allow it to own you. Right. Isn't that the truth? And is, yeah. is it not true when they say, like, fear is basically the the start of all the negative uh, emotions? Yeah. It yeah. is. Fear is very, very strong. And, but again, there's, there's, you know, your unconscious mind is there to protect us. So if a car is coming, it tells you to get out of the way. Okay. So that's a good fear to have. All right. But the fear that you just didn't understand what was happening and maybe your parents told you to stay in the room or whatever, you felt abandonment or um, you overheard conversations with the parents um, uh, arguing in the other room. So you hid in the closet that's fear that you can change the story as an adult. Those are things that we've learned as kids, and it gets stronger and stronger and stronger every time we, we uh, experience, for example, fear. But that's true of anger or anything else. And, and, again, you're the producer of your story. Everything is recorded. Your unconscious mind records all of your feelings, you know, all of your, your – through your senses, what you see, what you hear, what you smell. That's why you can remember – you know, a loved one, maybe the music was playing when you were in high school and you were dancing to a special song or what have you. You can remember those things because it's, it's all on emotions, right? Um, but, yeah, that's the thing is to really um, understand that you can get unstuck. You can change your story and learn from what's happened in the past. Forgive self. Forgive others. And that will break chains right there, Okay. But it, it is very, very important to, because if the mind-body connection is real, it is real. And if you, um, you know, if you harbor anger, sadness, fear, hurt, guilt, those kinds of negative things, it does affect your health, you know. And so, um, yeah, it's very, very important to, like I said, you can change your story. What you believe to be true, you become what you believe. And so it's very, very important to really understand what you believe. Is that truth or fiction? 
because your unconscious mind doesn't know the difference when it's recording, so you have to tell it what the truth is. So that gives you some idea that you can be the author of your story and change things, but you also can get help. (laughs) Okay. Right, right. You can't always do it alone, right? Right, right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So uh, tell me then, like, okay, so in your bio you mentioned um, uh, limiting beliefs, unwanted behaviors. Oh, maybe it was in my own – when I said something about anxiety – now, you, yes. obviously, people that are suffering with anxiety, they would mm-hmm. come to you and say, I need this gone because I can't go forward in my life. How do mm-hmm. you do that? Like, how do you, how do you help them break free from that anxiety? You know, anxiety is actually future-based fear, okay? So, again, anger, sadness, fear, hurt, guilt, and shame, those are all learned and experienced at a very young age. And it gets stronger and stronger as we you know, mature. But again, if it's anxiety, it's future-based fear. So what specifically do you have fear about? Okay, it could be something that's holding you back from the past, but it could be something that's in the future with anxiety. So if you break down what specifically are you having the anxiety about and break it down into small bites, you won't have as much anxiety or fear over that in the future. But it could be something from the past that we need to break the chain. So it's, okay. yeah, like, I'm thinking, like, what you mean by that is, because I've heard if you live in anxiety, you're living in the future. So that really means, like, if you're anxious about something, it's because something has happened in the past and you're seeing it happening right. again. Right. That's right. Exactly. Because we learn from, you know, the past. And so you're seeing the future and going, uh-oh, uh-oh. So you're absolutely right. So it's future-based fear. But right. um, how I would help people like in the moment and they can help themselves with this is to what is it specifically in the future that's coming up? Has it happened before in the past and why, what can we learn from it? But going forward, you know, what, what is it about that, that, that we're experiencing? Is it a fact that you need somebody to help with an event that you have that you're planning? Is it something that, you know, um, a lot of times when you get things organized and get a, a, a checkoff sheet, you know, then you're going to have less anxiety because your unconscious mind, you're just, you're just stressing out, and a lot of times it just needs a, a goal sheet. Okay, so one thing then that I'm confused about is there's lots of young people right now that are suffering with anxiety. And yeah. a lot of it, what I've heard is like big crowds. Like, you know, a lot of these students are not wanting to go to school anymore because there's you know crowds like they have to sit in a classroom with all these kids now they know these kids for the most part and yet they're still anxious about it can you give me like a little bit of um uh, like what you're thinking on that topic absolutely um yes my youngest client is actually 11 and my eldest is actually 89 and years ago um, i've been coaching business owners for 35 years but what happened was during COVID, being locked down wasn't healthy for anybody and in some way, especially mentally. And uh, the kids, like I said, what did they do? They couldn't go outside. They couldn't do anything. And they couldn't, you know, and some of them couldn't even walk across the stage to graduate. And some of those I've helped with through um, getting rid of suicidal thoughts. The depression really spiraled for them, Okay. 
But the same with my 11-year-old spiraled. And it's just, you know, um, there's a lot of abuse. Um, there's a lot of harassment and everything else with so, um, uh, social media. Um, and I, I just would really encourage the families to be aware of what the kids are watching and doing because we become what we surround ourselves with. And but the kids, what's going on is um, there's just a lot coming at them right now. You know, to be real honest, whether it's, you know, just identity, who they are, or they male, female, or whatever, but even um, saying the wrong pronoun and getting in trouble for it. Um, but, you know, I've helped so many that are, like you say, crowds are very fearful for them because they don't know who to trust. And, um, and, and like I said, there is a lot. When you think about it, your conscious mind actually processes um, it only it, it's five percent of it is what science says now. It's only five percent of it is conscious behavior. You know, ninety-five percent of it is unconscious behavior. But here's the kicker: the conscious mind tends to be negative. Why? Because the world's negative. So again, the kids are playing. Um, uh, what do you call those, those? The games and stuff, you know, on the, the machines and different things. And again, they're in a whole different world that's going really fast and all of that, but they've lost their communication skills. Does that make sense? They've really lost their communication skills. And I've yeah. talked some of my um, suicidal clients, um, they're not even having dinner at the dinner table anymore. The parents are working or whatever. They're coming home to empty homes, and they go right in their room, and they play, they, they game, you know? Yeah. And uh, so it's really, they're, they're, They've lost the communication and the social skills is really this, this generation is really having a difficult time with. But, again, words are powerful. And sometimes words can be very help, hurtful, when it's, whether it's on social media. My 11-year-old client actually had the boy say, now, you're fat. You're ugly. For God's sake, do us a favor and kill yourself. Can you imagine that coming out of another 11-year-old child? This oh crushes this little girl. And so, um, like I said, I was able to help her flip her mindset, put her armor on, and realize let that negativity of the world bounce off your armor. You don't have to accept the words of others. Their choices don't have to be your choices. Does that make sense? Oh, so, 100%. So, and yeah. then, so you mentioned, like, um, okay, so when they walk into a crowded room, uh, it's about trust, and they don't know how to trust anyone in the room I could I 100% can relate with that but I wonder like is it more about like okay so if I trust myself then I don't have to trust anyone else in the room yeah I mean if you find your warrior okay and you become courageous and you know who you are and where you're going you're going to have a lot more power to overrun and overpower the negative of the world Okay, that doesn't mean it gives you rights to harm anybody or say something negative to somebody else, but that just means your choices. If you choose to change your language and change who you surround yourself with, you know, that type of thing, surround yourself. Speak life into yourself and your family, your loved ones. Don't speak death. Your choice of words can cause damage to other people. Right, and you don't want other people feeling what you've been feeling if you're suffering with this whatever it is that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. And I feel very thankful that I've experienced some of the things I have in my life. 
Um, and I've become, I'm open to share those things. Why? Because people think they're alone when they go through abuse or when they go through, you know, different things and they don't know how to share it, you know. Um, and and I, I just want people to know that they're not alone. They're not alone. And you can change your story. And mindset is, in some cases, vital for your survival. But if you speak life into yourself daily and, and, and your unconscious mind needs repetition. So if you're going to change your story, it needs, def, you know, repetition. So in other words, speak life. I am confident, okay? Instead of saying, you know, limiting beliefs is probably a number one hiccup for a lot of people. When I find people that are stuck, it's generally they don't believe in themselves or they don't love themselves you know, that type of thing. They take care of everybody else first before they take care of themselves. And that's something that we as women tend to do. But again, you need to do self-care. Self-care is very, very important. If you forget self, I mean, what do they tell us on the airplane, right? To put the oxygen mask on ourselves first so we can help somebody else. It's the same thing in life. Take care of your mindset so you can take care of others. Right. And you're yeah. right. Women, women tend to be the ones that, you know, they're always the caregivers. They're always the ones, you know, doing most of the, the giving. And yet That's right. they don't believe in themselves most That's of right. the time. Yeah. I, you're, you're absolutely right. And they, they not only believe but not love. And, and yeah. I tell you, I love, love, love transformation. When I can help somebody truly break the chains from the past and help them get to the other side and experience joy, lasting change, you know, and, and freedom, peace of mind. Oh, my gosh, to see the difference in them. Just, um, see, I get goosebumps just saying that because it brings back so many memories for me of helping people get to the other side of being stuck. People wear masks, okay, and I did too. I'm guilty of it too. When I went through my kidnapping and rape, yep, the show had to go on. You know, I had to put my mask on and just get her done, you know, and that's what a lot of people do in life. But I'm telling you what, at some point that's going to explode. There's going to be some problems. And so it's a matter of, of rewriting that script and forgiving self and forgiving others. Okay. Yeah, and it's, and it's not always an easy, it's not an easy transformation. Like it's, it takes a, a lot of work and willpower. Well, and, and I, what I will say, and when I work with somebody, it's generally only somewhere between six hours of work, or um, in some cases, my suicidal clients, it'll be eight or ten hours. Um, but it's basically helping them believe in self, um, love themselves, forgive others, forgive self, but break those chains of the past so they can go forward. And it's lasting change. I help people get to the root cause of the problem. I deal with the unconscious mind. That's my specialty. That's where 95% of us live is is the unconscious. So it separates me from other people that do help people, um, you know, through a lot of things that they deal with that conscious mind. A lot of the counselors, that's why a lot of times you do a lot of talking with the counselor is to talk things through, which is very beneficial. But what I do is I help people get to the root cause of the problem. They don't have to tell me, like my the people I help that have been in the military, first responders, that type of thing, they've already gone through the tragedy. We don't need to visit that again. What we do is we go back and we change the story through learning so they can 
they can change the just disconnect the emotion attached to it. Does that make sense? It does. You can't be, yeah, you can't be angry and sad, or can't be angry and happy at the same time. Yeah. So I, 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 I have to be honest. I'm I'm wondering. Okay, so if you don't go back to the original story and relive it, how do you change it? Like you have to like. I'm just trying to imagine, like, something bad that's happened and me changing the, the wording or the story around that without going back there. I agree. And, and the reason is that if you can change it temporarily, but it will come up again if you don't get to the root. And, and the oh, reason I can okay. take the confidence is I went to counseling for years for my kidnapping and rape but it did not get to the root. We talked about it every time I went and I revisited and I had nightmares again and all these things. But with what I do is neuro-linguistic programming. And I have a lot of modalities that I work with that I've, I've got a lot of certifications over the years. But my favorite is one that helps us get to the root cause of the problem and pulls out the whole lineage of it. Okay. And for me, um, it was going all the way back to my childhood, Right. And so when you do that, you get to the root cause of the very first time that you experienced anger or sadness or fear, hurt, guilt, shame, that type of thing. And if you pull it out there, then you're pulling out all of the strong, as it gets stronger and stronger as you get older, you pull out the whole root. And that's when people really feel, oh, my gosh, it's like they've unpacked all of their luggage. They feel automatically that they're, um, they feel freedom. They feel lighter. A lot of people, my clients will say, I feel lighter. And I'm going, yeah, tell me more. You know, they didn't have to tell me all the negative stuff. I don't want them to repeat that. They already have that in their mind, okay, in their unconscious so once mind. So once they've healed, yeah, like once you've taken it out of there, their body yep. is not holding on to it anymore. That's right. It releases all of the negative. Yep, absolutely. And now we're focusing on the healing. That's what I focus on, the healing. What can we learn from it? that will allow wow. you to let go of the negative emotion, okay? That's great. Yeah. Now, and I so talked with really the lady yesterday, and I, this question is maybe just perfect for you. She said that she went into, um, like, she, had, she, was in, she was considered clinically depressed from the age of 9 to 43, and something had happened to her when she was 43 that made her go to, um, a counselor, like some, I don't know if it was a therapist or, or what it was, but she said that through whatever they did with her, she learned that she had been raped when she was nine years old, which is what yeah. caused the depression. Yeah. Now, she didn't remember that. How do you, like, what do you do if someone comes to you and says, you know, I, I, nothing's, nothing bad ever happened to me? Right. Right. And then, I, like, I, absolutely. Because sometimes people, and, and she may have had this too, it was dark. She couldn't see it. She couldn't remember it. It's just dark. And the body protects you. Your body protects you. That was trauma. Okay. And she may not have had the words to share with others or to tell her parents or anything else, um, or was, had a lot of fear based around it because it depends on what the person said or whatever. I can relate to that. I understand that. But I have a lot of people I work with that don't, don't, don't know what was in the past. But we do a procedure that is, you know, it's very um, um, freeing 
and it's very safe where we, we are not where they can see it, but they're not necessarily feeling it. Does that make sense? They can see the emotion that's locked. They're not necessarily feeling it. We're in a safe position. But they can see it, so then we can remove that by focusing on what is positive. What can we learn from that event? And I've had people was like, well, gosh, it wasn't my grandma's fault. I just, they were out picking berries in front of the house or trimming the plants. And uh, he was three, four years old. And his grandma was, you know, he, he could see it as an adult going back in the movie that, that she was in the house. He was outside, ran into a bee's nest, and the bees continued to sting him. So not only was angry, but he had a lot of fear and all these other things. He goes up to get into the house, and the um, screen door, he couldn't open it. Back in those days, you may remember, we had screen doors. You had to push a button. He wasn't high enough to push a button and to open it. And he thought his grandma had locked him out. And, and but the only reason I know all of this is that when, because I put all the pieces together after he, because I'll have them share with me, what did you learn from this event? And his learning was, well, my grandma was just in the house. And I go, okay, what else did you learn? It wasn't her fault. Okay. And what else did we learn from this event? You know, and that's where he saw the screen door. And he goes, I just wasn't old enough. And he had tears come down his face, and he goes, I feel so bad. And, okay, so let's, let's what are the positives of this? What can we think? I forgive her. It was not her fault. I, I didn't want to be around her the rest of her life. It wasn't her oh, fault. No. Poor and, guy. Yeah, so that type of thing, like I said, can really impact you. But he didn't realize, you know, he was a very successful businessman in Seattle, Washington. And he didn't realize what was holding him back. And it was that event. And once we unhooked that, broke that chain, and he focused on the positive and, you know, how loving she was and she made lots of bread and did other things, and that she was gone, you know, at that point. But he had to forgive self. He had to forgive self. Okay. I think well. that's, what, that's the hardest part people have I, I, from what I've learned. Um, you know, it's easier to forgive someone else than it is to forgive yourself, Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, even with my abusers, I had to forgive them. Because, again, I can't understand. Everybody has their own version of the world, the way that they were raised, the baggage that they have. So you just have to kind of, in some way, step in their shoes and forgive and say, you know, I don't know what happened to you, but I, you know, I don't understand your past. I don't understand what you do now or in the future, but I forgive you. Okay, let go of it. Forgiveness is just so healing for you as an individual. Wow. That's so, yeah. It just sounds so like, you know, because, I mean, obviously we purposely hide what we've, what's bad's happened to us, right? Because we don't want to live that every single day. Yep. Like, and goodness. we put masks on. And some people have several masks on, Okay. And so when I work with them, you know, it's kind of like the layers of the onion just kind of fall off. The, the, the masks just fall off. And they, that's why they say that they feel so much freedom. And they, now they understand who they are and what their purpose is. I'm able to get them to the other side. Because they weren't able to live their, their, you know, exactly what they were born to do. <laughs> They're held back. Right, right, exactly. So, Louisa, 
I mean, obviously, I mean, I've come across, <clears throat> excuse me, many coaches. And, you know, we all help our clients, um, you know, with one thing or another. Now, you do NLP programming. Is that what makes you different from any other life coach? Yeah, it really does separate me. Like I said, I have a number of modalities that I, I can use, a number of different certifications. And like I've been coaching business owners for 35 years and growing their business, teach sales, you know, rapport, how to build their agencies or what have you, how to hire, how to let go, all those things, you know, for years. But I've always, always, always taught mindset, always. And that really does separate me because of having the certifications, especially with NLP, um, neuro-linguistic programming and helping people rewrite their stories that get rid of the chains holding them back by getting into the unconscious mind, um, that changes life and it does separate me from not only because I, I do so much more, okay? And I will say there are some life coaches that don't, you know, um, sometimes they'll say that they're a coach. You know, coaches overuse a little bit now, put <laughs> it that way. But, uh, yes, I do wear a coaching hat, but I'm also um, a master practitioner and trainer. And so it's a different hat. I don't prescribe medications. I'll let the other folks do that. I don't prescribe medications and things. But, um, yeah, but how I actually got into doing what I'm doing was I actually assisted with the triple heart bypass in 1978, and I thought this was my destiny, was to save lives in that way. But during the six-hour surgery, I realized that, gosh, I wanted to talk to the man. I wanted to find out, okay, what has he done that caused his body to do this? And how do we prevent him coming back? What does he do for a living? Is he married? You know, how can I help him? And I just realized that my higher power was calling me to more. They save lives in a very different way. And so that's how I ended up into coaching and, like I said, helping business owners for so many years. And absolutely love what I do. And I still do. My husband and I work together, and, and we do a lot of retreats and uh, masterminds and all kinds of things for, from the CEO to the, to the um, entrepreneur. Uh, but we, we, like I said, the mindset part, when I, once I started understanding more about how important and vital the unconscious mind is, is why I got more certifications. And that is my purpose and destiny is and, and like I said, I want to not only change lives, but once you save somebody's life, I mean, seriously, from suicide, man, it changes you. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I, I just, I love, love, love transformation and helping people get rid of the chains. And uh, so it, it's very different. Um, like I said, I'm able to get to the root causes for people, and that really does change what I do for sure. I love that. I love that. And I think, yeah. you know, when you said, you're, you know, you're in this surgery and this person is on your table and you're like, okay, so what what kind of a lifestyle does this person have to bring yeah. him here, right? Yeah. And how and how is he going to change after? Because I think, I think many of us today think once the doctor has fixed the problem through surgery, right, mm-hmm. We're fixed. We're back to normal. We can, you know, I mean, I, I do believe most people do change their lifestyle to some degree, but I think when, with, you know, your kind of work, changing the mindset is, that's the start, right? And if we don't do that, 
it's, it's, yeah. we're never going to fix ourselves. Absolutely. And that's what I really realized is that here I am holding the heart prongs in this man's chest cavity, keeping them alive while the surgeons did their work. And that's when I realized that the, we have to, he has to change his behavior, okay? And once I understood that the heart doesn't run the body, the unconscious mind runs the body, that's why I grabbed on so much to the unconscious mind because that's where change happens. And if somebody wants to, um, let's say, stop smoking, they have to change their identity, their behavior, but also their identity. Are they a smoker? Or if somebody says, you know, um, Louisa, do you smoke? I No, I don't smoke. Somebody else might say, well, I'm trying to stop. Oh, well, just have one. Just, it's a, you know what I mean? So they're yeah. not identity. As a, they haven't changed their identity as a non-smoker. So right. 1% doubt, just 1% doubt is 100% uncertainty. You're setting wow. yourself up for a failure, a challenge. So you have to have 100% certainty that you are a non-smoker. You're 100% certain. So whatever caused this person to get there to have a triple heart bypass, maybe it was um, high blood pressure and he wasn't taking care of that. Maybe it was, who knows, right? But we have to, we have to change our behavior and change our identity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's everything. And that's like you said, that's what mindset does. Now, I think yeah. you wrote a book. It's called The Win Book. Just, yeah. You wrote that book. Am I right? Yes, I did. Thank you. It's, it's on Amazon, and it's called The Win Book. And I dedicated to them I, my father. He was a champion high school basketball coach. And, you know, he was the same one that kicked me out of the locker room when he – and I didn't understand I was a girl. I didn't understand I was different than the boys going into the boys' locker room <laughs> until they kicked me out. But – when I when he started me with a win book, every night he would have me write in a book what was my win for the day. And well, like I said, at times I was like, ah, dad, man, today was not a good day. Well, what, 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 what did you learn from today? So he'd help me fill out this book, okay? Well, what I've done, and that became around our dinner table, where we started talking around the dinner table so that my brothers also talked about their wins and things too, Right. Um, but what I've done with the win book is I wrote that for all ages. So not just a young person, but an adult. And if you focus on the wins in life by even flipping, I call it flip it, flip the negative into a positive, that becomes a win. So if you start doing that intentionally, you're going to, your unconscious mind starts going to start looking for more wins. Does that make sense? Let, let me give you an example. When you buy a car and um, you're all excited about this car, and you get on the freeway, and you notice all these other cars that are just like your car. Now, those other cars were always there, but now your unconscious mind is seeing all of it because it was important to you to buy this car, which that makes sense. So now you're seeing it all over the place. It's called reticular activating system. So when you tell your unconscious mind that we're going to start looking for wins in the day, you'll start seeing more of them, and you'll start doing more. But what happens is you're changing your mindset in the process. That's my reason for the book. It's just focus oh, on winning. So, yeah, so it's like a it's like a journal then. It is like a journal book, but you're focusing on the wins. There's nothing negative that goes in there because you right. flip it. And it's like, okay, so, oh, I love that. I love that idea. That's great. And then the other thing is, is what I found growing up with my win books is that, um, 
if I had a downer or frustrated or whatever, I would go to my win books and read them and are just a few of the pages and you're just going, whoa, I'm not so bad after all. It'll pull you right out of a funk, okay? I love that. Yeah, so it's called the win book and I have it in basically uh, set it up to where I didn't want to overwhelm people. So the win book is set up uh, quarterly. So uh, basically there's two, day, two days on a page, and then you review the week. So what were your wins for the week? And if it, what I've learned is if you don't write them down, you won't remember them, okay? You won't remember them. So yeah. my client, that's the first thing that my husband and I start with when we work with them is what was your win for the week? So we meet with our Love clients that. weekly. Yeah, and they'll go back to their win books, and they'll pick out their favorite one, okay? So – yeah, it's very important because you're flipping the mindset. So you're not only winning the day, but you're winning the moment. Because you'll start saying, oh, gosh, I could put that card away for somebody. That becomes a win. I, I you know, um, helping someone in some way and, uh, you know, or even yourself. What could you do differently? What can we learn from this moment? Yeah. That all becomes wins. I love it. I'm going to order one. <laughs> yeah, and some of my yeah. some of my clients will go, Elise, I need you to make another one with longer pages because <laughs> now I've got a I'm filling up one whole page just for one day, and I'm like, okay, oh, cool. that's so, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Yeah. So, Louisa, yeah. tell our listeners where we can find you. Where they can find me? Well, um, I have uh, well, my maiden name is Ward, so it's Louisa Ward Shimamoto on Facebook, and then my um, Accelerate Growth Coaching is the name of our business, my husband and I working together. But I am on Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube, and I know that you're going to have that on there. But if people would like to just talk with me more and understand what it is that I'm doing and how I might be able to help them, Coach Louisa, L-O-U-I-S-A, L-O-U-I-S-A, CoachLouisa.com goes directly to my Calendly link. I try to make it easy for people. So that way they can set up a time that works for them and for me too. So yeah, I'd perfect. love to explain more about um, the importance of mindset. I love that. Thank you so much. Our listeners are going to, I mean, they have to have their eyes opened now for sure just by the little tidbits that you gave us on mindset. It Like, yeah, this was great. Yeah, thank you so much. I just I I just really hope to see dinner happening again around for all the family dinners around the table and talking about their wins for the day. I just that's how I was raised and I didn't realize other families were raised differently. But I tell you what, it can really change it. And and this is your life, right? This is your life, so own it. You know, ignite your have the courage to stand up for yourself. Yes, I love that. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Appreciate it. (laughs) It was my pleasure, believe me. Confidence in Bloom is a celebration of self-love, a confirmation that you're an amazing, desirable, brilliant, gorgeous, talented woman, even though you may not look like a screen star or a supermodel. The truth is they don't even look like that. We offer unconditional love to our partners, our children, our extended family, even our pets. It's high time we got out of our own way and learned to unconditionally love ourselves. Chic definitely does come in every shape. So if you want something to believe, start with yourself.
If you'd like to be a guest here on Confidence in Bloom and chat with me, contact me through Instagram at InfoBloomStyling or by email at Tina at InfoBloomStyling.com or through the Divas That Care website. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on DivasThatCare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.